You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Oh, Father, thank you for this word of the month. Thank you for the month of December. Thank you that it is in your heart for us to finish strong, for us to reveal the glory of Jesus in this season. And I just thank you for every single person that's going to be watching this broadcast, that's going to be listening to the replay. I thank you, Father, that this is a word in due season for them, that this is a word that is speaking directly to them, that uh, you are expanding their heart and their capacity to receive from you. Thank you that you are edifying them today. You are encouraging them today. You are building them up. You are causing them to remember, Holy Spirit, the things that Jesus has spoken to us. You are preaching the gospel to us today, Father, and reminding us of what belongs to us in Jesus and encouraging us, Father, to go for it, to receive every ounce of our inheritance, to live from the space that uh, heaven is real, that heaven is a right now reality. And so I bless our time together, Father. Bring and draw those that need this encouragement today, Father. Cause them to find this podcast, Lord. Find, you know, cause people to share it with others. Just, Father, make this uh, podcast just go far and wide so that your kids uh, know just how loved they are, how worthy they are, how cherished they are, and how much they are on your mind. Thank you that your love is everlasting, God. It's unconditional, Father. Thank you that you are such a doting Papa, that you are involved in every little minute detail of our lives, that you are attentive, and that we are always on your mind. And so, Father, I just pray for an impartation of your love today, of your glory today, of your goodness today. And Father, just that every single listener would be strengthened with the power of your might and that they would stand in the fullness of what Jesus has purchased for them with his very own blood. And so I bless our time together now, Father. I just yield my mind. I yield my body. I say, think through me today. Speak through me today and encourage your beloved. Bless your body today through my life in Jesus name. Amen. Well, awesome, you guys. It's December. Tis the season to celebrate Jesus. And so I am so happy that you guys are here and that you are going to be listening to, I feel like, such an encouraging word from the Papa today. Uh, and I'm just going to hop in. The uh, As I was just thinking about what God was saying and what he wanted me to share today, I'm going to hop right in, really, because... Uh, I think he's got a lot to say and a lot to share, but I, I also wanted to remind you of how we kicked off 2023. And if you have, you know, if it's been a minute or you haven't watched the, the word from the beginning of the year, I really encourage you to go back. Uh, not only was it a powerful word, uh, the word was the best is not yet to come. It's now, but there was a glory cloud, a little physical glory cloud that showed up in that recording, uh, at the 28, I can't remember, 28, 14, 28, 28 minute. I know it was at the 28 minute mark when I just began to say the best is not yet to come, not, not yet to come, but it's now. And so I really feel like we're wrapping up the year, uh, tying that word that I had back in January up with a big pretty bow. And so I figured I should go and like let you rewind a little bit and see where we were uh, coming into December last year. I actually share a little bit of what was going on last December, kind of what was coming into January. I would say this, I feel a big shift. I feel a big shift from uh, where we were last year and where we are this year coming into December. 
And I, I feel like I said when I was praying that God is really interested in us finishing strong. And so the word for December is, is, is a beautiful phrase. It's, it's the phrase, don't settle for less than God's best. Okay. And if the best is not yet to come, it's now is how we started the year. And we're wrapping up the year with don't settle for less than God's best. I want to share with you that God is really intending for December to be a supernatural month. I believe that it is a, for some of us, it's going to be a catch up month. Uh, I think it's going to be, uh, we maybe missed out on some of the, the manifestations of the goodness of God that he has wanted to, uh, us to receive this year. And so I think there's going to be a multiplication of receiving that's going to be happening here in the month of December. I feel like there's going to be, a, you know, we're going to be playing catch up a little bit with uh, with maybe like some belated uh, blessings, you know, kind of like a belated birthday, right? Celebration. But we have some belated blessings that God is wanting us to receive this month. And so I have a couple of scriptures that God was speaking to me about uh, this word. And so let me just jump off into some of these scriptures. I think it's going to just broaden really what, what, what I'm hearing the Father say for December. So the first one, first one is in Romans 8. Uh, what do you mean to start reading, Father? Uh, I'm going to start reading. It's pretty awesome. You know, this I'm reading in the Passion Translation. The little heading for this section says the triumph of God's love. And that really speaks to, I feel like what God is saying is that he wants you to end the year triumphantly. And this idea of not settling is really a word <clears throat> about us not being passive about uh, the things that that belong to us in Christ, not being passive about uh, receiving and even commanding our inheritance to manifest in our lives, to not tolerate things that Jesus has defeated in our lives. And so I'm going to read this in the Passion Translation, Romans 8.32. Here's what it says. It says, for God has proved his love by giving us his giving us his greatest treasure the gift of his son it says it since god freely offered him up as the sacrifice for us all it says he certainly won't withhold from us anything else he has to give okay now i'm going to read this just in the you know good old let's see if i can find the new king james version to see if we can't i see king james do we have the new king james do i have it yes i do okay Let's pull it up here and let's read this in just another translation so that you can, so it's really, really clear. It says this in verse 32, it says, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Okay, this is, and I really feel like this is a message saying it is time to receive big. It is time to believe big and don't settle for less than God's best. Because why? Jesus was God's best. Jesus is God's best. It's himself. It's he and the father were one and he gave himself. He gave Jesus for us. He gave his best for us so that we would enjoy the best. What is the best? The best is heaven. 
The best is perfect communion with the Holy Spirit. The best is a life of miracles, a life of abundance, a life of blessing. The blessing of Abraham has come upon us through the seed of Abraham, which is Christ. And God is saying, don't settle for less than my best. Don't tolerate things in your life that are not my not my best. And so as I've been sitting with this, I mean, God has really been speaking this to me. I mean, I'll tell you some of the ways that I've been settling and that I'm deciding not to settle. And I mean, it's kind of a, I don't know, maybe a little bit of a personal example here, but it's, 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 it's valid. And so I want to let you know that this is, this is practical. Okay. This isn't just, uh, this isn't just a word, you know, that you just, uh, what am I trying to say that, you know, it's just another word that you file away. Like, oh, I got a prophetic word. No, this is one that you enter into. And so I'm just going to share it with you guys. Um, I, I, I share my age. I'm really open about this stuff, but I'm 55 and I have been experiencing, I get uh, hot flashes for, I mean, it's been almost probably five years. And if any of you know what I'm talking about, I mean, I remember when I first started getting them, I'm thinking, oh my God, I am way too young to be experiencing this. Like, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I really do feel my spirit hasn't aged a bit. And, you know, so it was like news to me that this was like, you know, I thought, oh, these are old people problems. And all of a sudden I start having them. But, you know, God has really been speaking to me that I have been tolerating this, that my tongue controls my body. And he reminded me, even last Christmas, I don't know if you guys remember that testimony, but I had, I mean, I got COVID last Christmas during December. I was so ill and I tolerated it a little too long. And I remember on Christmas morning, I couldn't smell and I had all of my favorite, you know, dishes that I cooked for my family and all of these things that I do to celebrate Christmas with my family. And I wasn't able to really enjoy them because I couldn't taste and I couldn't smell. And I honestly, while I was opening Christmas presents, said enough is enough. Jesus died for me to be, you know, this is this is unacceptable. And I just began to command my smell to return, command my taste to return. And I began to exercise my faith. Every time I'd open up, you know, my daughters or I would open up, you know, a perfume or a candle or something, something that you could smell, I would smell that thing by faith. And I will tell you within 30 minutes, my taste and my smell returned. Now, I had to contend for that. I had to use the name of Jesus. And here's the reality of it is that I was settling. I was settling for less than divine health. I was settling for, uh, in fact, not only was I just settling, but I was irritated. So I was irritated by it. So I was settling and it was stealing my peace until I decided, you know what? Enough is enough. And I feel like there's a little bit of enough is enough in this word for December. And I'm here to tell you to not settle. Do not settle for less than what's God's best. And if you don't know what God's best is, well, you need to, we need to expand our horizons a little bit. And we need to think like, what would our life be if we, if it was actually, uh, if it was actually like heaven on earth? You know, there are, um, I love the scripture. I think it's from Matthew 18. Uh, maybe I'll look it up really quick that talks about, um, you know, whatever, let me just go, let me go there so I don't butcher it. Uh, in Matthew 18, here we go. This is where I wanted to go. This is a very, uh, let me just give you the context, right? So this is when Jesus is asking his disciple, who do men say that I am, right? And they've got all these crazy answers. And finally, Peter says, well, that you are the Christ, right? The son of the living God. And, you know, Jesus responds back and says, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood did not re uh, reveal this to you, but my father was in heaven. And then he goes into, and I say to you that you're, you know, you are not um, Simon, but you are Peter, the rock. And so if you keep reading through this at the verse 19, Matthew 16, 19, here's what he says. And I want to read this one actually in the amplified classic version, because it amplifies what I want to point out here. Uh, he says, 
it says this, it says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind. And here's what I like in the Amplified. It says to declare improper or unlawful to, to, um, it says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind, declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what is already bound in heaven. And whatever you loose, declare lawful on earth must be what is already loosed in heaven. So why am I sharing this scripture? Because here's the thing. We need to bind and we need to loose. We need to declare improper and we need to declare illegal. We need to declare this is proper and this is legal, meaning that we have the keys to what uh, we tolerate in our lives. And we need to not tolerate and not settle for less than God's best. And God, when I said that God wants to make up some lost ground this year in December, let me tell you, he created everything that we see in three, you know, in, in I'm sorry, three days, six days. He rested on the seven days, but he destroyed the temple and built it back up, which is Jesus's body in three days. I mean, he disarmed the power and principalities. He undid the curse of Adam. He undid all of the, uh, the things that was a result of the fall in just three days. So what can he do? in 30. I mean, it's December 5th and 25 days, 26 days. What can he actually do in the amount of time that we have left here in the year? And you know, it's so easy just to coast out of uh, 2023 and just like, oh, I get a clean slate in 2024. I mean, I don't know if that's a tendency that you have, but I think, you know, sometimes we're like, we're so busy or whatever. We just seem to, to just, you know, prepare for the new year rather than finish strong. And, you know, I've said it before, like it's time, like it's the ninth inning and it's still time for, there's still time for a home run. But here's the thing, beloved, we're going to need to partner with God. We're going to need to, uh, to begin to take authority over these things. And so in my own life, this is an area that I've just really started to press into. And I've just been saying that, you know, Jesus is Lord over hot flashes and that hot flashes are illegal in Jesus name. I mean, it may seem like a simple thing. But it's amazing how much that we will just tolerate. And it's a, it's a super annoying thing that I have just allowed in my life. And I'm even putting it out here publicly, you know? So it's like, why? Because I, I need to declare this is illegal. It is illegal for this to be going on in my body. It's illegal. There are, there's no hot flashes in heaven. And so therefore it's illegal. And I bind it in Jesus name. Jesus is Lord over my body. Jesus is Lord over menopause. And so I'm that is such a hilarious example that I'm using. I can't even believe that I'm like on, you know, the interweb and putting all this out for everybody. But I just, I just want you to know that I'm entering into this word just like you are. And we need to really grasp it and decide that, you know what? I am not going to settle. I'm going to settle for God's. I'm not going to settle for anything that is not in heaven. I'm not going to settle for anything that is not a part of my inheritance in Christ. Jesus Christ, his blood has purchased heaven for us. It, he is the lawful owner of every single thing in this seen realm. Hebrews 1, 2, Hebrews 1, 3, and that little series right there. And we need to, re, we have to enforce it. I tell people, we are not the sick trying to get healed. We are not the broke trying to get rich. No, we are the healed enforcing our healing. Whenever there is a symptom or something that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, guess what? We resist it. We resist it. We stand in who we are in Christ. We 
stand in the victory of Jesus and we say, no, that is illegal. Lack is illegal in my life. My bills are paid. This is the most abundant Christmas that I've ever had. I vis you visualize your Christmas tree filled with an abundance of presents. I can't tell you the number of years that Christmas has been supernatural for my family. And we need to stand for God's best and not settle. If there were, there are things that, that you, you know, wanted to see happen this year or you felt that God was speaking to you about that were supposed to happen this year and they haven't happened. Well, now's the time to double down on using your words to command those things to happen and partner with the Holy Spirit. I mean, this is what God is speaking, but guess what? God speaks through us. God speaks through us. We speak in the name of Jesus and God moves through us. We're not waiting on God. We're partnering with God. And we need to, we need to make sure that our words are in alignment with the victory of Jesus. Now, the other thing that I really felt like God wanted me to highlight for this is that we really need to recognize the level of excellence and the level of glory that we have inside of us, that we have surrounding us. It's the excellence of heaven. It is the glory of Jesus Christ. And we not, we also need to not settle. When we say God's best, let's talk about this. He gave his best. His best was himself. We have, we have him in us. We have him with us. We have his presence resting upon us. God has given us his name. He has given us his very, very, very best himself, you guys. And excellence is something that is the character and the nature of God. He's a generous God and he gives the best. He gives excellently. And so I also want to just talk about this this concept of the glory and excellence and for us not to settle for less than excellent things in our lives. We are not paupers. We are not orphans and we need to believe God. We need to come out of a, a sense of false humility and we need to believe God for abundance. We need to recognize that the glory of God and the excellence of God includes abundance. You know, Solomon's temple was a picture of the opulence of God, of the the lavish nature of God, of the lavishness of heaven. Okay. And we need to step into that excellence. You know, as I, I'll give an example in my own life right now. I mean, last year I just decided I was just, I was weeding out my Christmas decorations. I was like, this just does not fit the version of my life. This doesn't fit the version of who I am. And I'm just weeding this stuff out. If I don't love it, it's got to go. If I don't hold on to this and this like, woo, like I just, this makes me feel good. This is cute. This is, I mean, again, it's a, it's a simple example, but you guys, we need to step into the glory and the excellence of God. I just said, you know what? I'm done. So this year I've been like replenishing my Christmas decorations and I have, you know, and, and I've been a little bit. I don't know, like a crazy woman about it in the sense that I'm like going all over the place. It's like I'm, I'm kind of wearing myself out a little bit, going from store to store. But it has been also ridiculous. Like Macy's, for example, you guys has 80, like, no, no, I'm sorry. How much was it? 60% off of their Christmas decorations. Like they're, I've been in sales. Hobby Lobby has got 50% off. Like everything has been on sale. And then I had like, you know how you have like the money, the star money or whatever. I like got like 80% off of my Christmas decorations from Macy's. Like high, beautiful quality things, like crazy deals. And heck, if you need to go get some Christmas decorations, go get it. But why am I saying this? Because I, I believe that God will move heaven and earth to get us his best. 
and we need to not settle for it. I'm going to read another scripture for you guys, but before I do, hold on, I'm going to read that uh, Romans 8 in the mirror translation, because when I read it, oh, I got excited. Here's what it says. Oh, and it has the word excellence on it. So let me read this. It says, the gift of his son is irrefutable. Evidence of God's heart towards us. I mean, man, this is a good scripture to, 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 to meditate here in the holiday season. Uh, it, I mean, gosh, it's it, Jesus coming to earth. The incarnation is irrefutable. It's irrefutable evidence of God's heart towards us. He held nothing in reserve, it says. God has not held anything back. Nothing, nothing, nothing back. And it says he held nothing in reserve, but freely gave everything. Listen to this. We could ever wish to have. You guys, this is like, I mean, this scripture is like acting like God is fairy godmother. Like this is, you know, a genie or something. I know that these, these, when I say these words, people get so offended with me because, you know, we hear things, name it, you know, name it and claim it, uh, blab it and grab it. You know, God is in the slot machine, blah, blah, blah. You hear these things, but here's what I want to tell you. We have already been given God's best. We have already been given heaven. He has held nothing back. And I love the way this says it. I'm going to read it again. I love it so much. It says the gift of his son is the irrefutable evidence of God's heart towards us. What is God's heart towards us? Let me give it all to him. I want to give him everything. I'm going to give him my best. I'm going to give him all of heaven. I'm going to give him my kingdom. I'm going to marry them. They're going to be my wife. They're going to be my child and everything that I own. I'm going to be a joint heir. I'm going to give it to them. They're a co-signer of my bank account. Like this is massive, massive, massive wealth, massive health, massive generosity. This is, this is you being nobility. This is you coming up to the status of the royal family and living as a royal child with his excellence and his glory. And it says he held nothing in reserve. God has held nothing back. God is not holding anything back from you. He gave you Jesus and he'll freely give you all things. It says he freely gave us everything we could ever wish to have. This is what our joint sonship is all about. Whoa, we're joint heirs with God Almighty. It says everything we lost in Adam. Well, what did we lose in Adam? We lost paradise on earth. We lost uh, perfect fellowship. I mean, we lost, you know, heaven. We lost heaven in Adam. It says everything we lost in Adam, Adam is again restored to us in Christ. It says sin left mankind with an enormous shortfall. Boy, that's like a, that's a, a word they use in accounting, right? Like there's a, a massive shortfall in profits. There's a massive shortfall in revenue. It says sin left mankind with an enormous shortfall. It says grace restores mankind to excellence, to excellence. Listen to this. Grace, whoa, restores mankind. <laughs> to excellence. Oh, if this isn't good news and getting you excited, well, let me just, let me shake you awake. Let me shake you awake. Grace restores us to God's excellence, to excellence. And the excellence is the glory of God. It's the glory of Solomon's temple. It's the glory that you, that you, you know, you feel, I mean, there's something about Christmas, isn't there, that you just feel uh, when you go down to like a, a hotel or you go down to the ice rink or you go down to the city center and you see the, the big Christmas tree. If you've ever been to New York in, in Christmas time and you go down to Rockefeller Plaza and you see all of the lights and everything, there's just something that's so excellent, something that's so glorious about it. 
And that, that this season is, is a reminder of the glory of God and his gift. He gave his best, his very, very best in his son, the incarnation, God becoming a man, entering into the human experience. And he's saying, don't settle except for anything but my excellence. Don't settle. Believe me. Believe me for excellence. Excellence. Speak to these things that you've been, that you've been passively tolerating in your life that aren't like heaven. That's time to, it's time to elevate into this, this realization and this experience and this wonder, this wonder of Christmas, this wonder of the season and the glory and the excellence of God. Man, this is a good word, you guys. And in, I'm going to read one other place here. In Peter, this is the next scripture that he gave me about this. This scripture is, again, about the glory and the excellence of God. And it it says this. Uh, let me read it. Uh, let me find it. First Peter 1, verse 4. It says, and because of his glory and excellence... He has given us great and precious promises. Okay, this is in the New Living Translation. Let me let me read it to you again. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promise, promises. And he says, these are the promises <laughs> that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption, it says, caused by human desires. I want to say fallen human desires, okay? Let me just read it to you in the message translation, and let's see the glory and the excellence of God, you guys. Second Peter, make sure it's translated here, Second Peter 1, okay, 4, it says, this is exactly what God always had in mind for us. Every one of his abundant and priceless promises pointed to our restored participation in our godly origin. Let me read this again. Guess what? His best, his glory, his excellence is exactly what God always had in mind for us. Every one of his abundant and priceless promises pointed to our restored participation in his godly in um in our godly origin. Okay, we have a godly, we have a holy origin. We're in Christ. As he is, so are we in this world. And we are here to display his excellence, here to display his glory. There is an inheritance, right? The inheritance that is in the saints, the inheritance of his glory that is in the saints. And glory and excellence go hand in hand. So yes, as I was saying, I've been a little bit, you know, nutso about these, these Christmas decorations, but I felt like the Lord, I mean, honestly, I've been going to bed so tired after decorating and shopping and doing my normal day and my work and all this stuff. But I, and I, I was thinking, gosh, am I toiling? Like, is this toil? But the Lord said, you know, Shalise, working hard towards excellence is excellent. You know, you're, you're, you're doing this, you're working, you're doing your best to display the glory of God in your house this Christmas season. I mean, I've got, you know, a bunch of spiritual kids coming over today at 1.30. And you know what? I'm just like, I've got to get it ready for the kids. We've got graduation. We've got a merge graduation at the house this week. And I'm like, I got to get it ready. I got to get it ready for God's kids. You know, that's the heart of the father to give his best, to show forth his best. And I'll tell you what, God will partner with you. He will give you 80% off. He will give you 60% off if that's what it takes to go get the best and make the best. And so 
Don't settle, beloved. Let's believe God. Let's let's make up for lost time and let's finish 2024 strong in the excellence and the glory of God. Okay, I'm gonna keep reading it. It says, this is his gift to us. Okay, his priceless promises, his abundant and priceless promises. This is his gift to us. In this fellowship, we have extorted we have escaped the distorted influence of the corrupt cosmic virus of greed. Okay. Abundance and greed are opposite things and they do not. I mean, I think when we talk about the excellence of God, about the abundance of God, I mean, immediately sometimes our mind goes, well, I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be greedy, but I want to tell you, this is a compare and a contrast. The abundance and the excellency and the glory of God has nothing to do with greed. Okay, it was not greed for for so, the, the the temple of Solomon to be so excellent and to be to be so excellent and so opulent and so much so that the queen of Sheba fainted. Right, it was it was not him being a show off. It was literally the display of God's excellence and the display of God's glory. It was a display of God's character, and it caused the unbelievers. It caused people from other nations. I mean, the queen of Sheba to faint because they had never seen the glory and the excellence of God like that. And so greed, on the other hand, is, is not, it, it's a completely different system. It's the opposite of abundance. Just because you have wealth doesn't mean that you have abundance. You can have wealth and greed, or you can have wealth and abundance. You can display the glory of God, or you can display the glory of the enemy. You can display the glory of the kingdom of darkness, or you can display, I mean, let me just say it, the Playboy Mansion, okay, that was not God's house. And again, I'm just using it as an example. That was not a display of the glory of God, even though it was opulent, right? That's an example of the human fallen human way that you indulge the fallen nature. And that's not what I'm talking about. So please just know that it is not that money can be holy, that abundance can be holy, and that we are to resist lack. I don't know why I'm going here with you guys, but we're here to resist it. We're here to resist these, these, these symptoms in our bodies. And just with the name of Jesus, you guys, this isn't about a, a formula. This isn't about, you know, I got a to experience this. No, it's yours in Jesus. You already have it. Like I said, you're the healed resisting sickness. You are the, the rich. You know, Jesus became poverty that through his poverty, you might become rich. You are the rich resisting lack and your identity in Christ is exactly like Christ. So you are healed. You are abundant. And so whatever we declare illegal, whatever we declare improper, if it is not in heaven, we need to get in, uh, we need to get out of agreement with it. And we need to, to take the, you know, we need to, to live in the, the state of our true being in Christ. We need to abide in the goodness of God, in the glory and the excellence of God. And so you guys, this, Holiday season, that's what I'm hearing God say. I'm hearing him say, don't, 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 don't settle for anything less than my best, right? Don't settle. And so I don't know what that looks like, particularly in your life, but I can tell you what, if you sit down and, and, and make a list and maybe there's some inner inner things that you are struggling with. I mean, you know, I say inner, it's an inner struggle rather, the things that you are struggling with to receive from God. 
Maybe there's some really big things that God is, is asking you to believe and you're struggling. Maybe you're struggling to believe that you're worthy or maybe you're, you're struggling under accusations that, you know, you've got to, you've got to earn this or you've got to, you know, I just want to tell you it's time to settle some things so that you don't settle so that you don't settle for anything less than God's best. It's time to, 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 to work through whatever the hindrances are to you receiving God's best because God has already lavished everything that heaven contains upon you. And there is, he's not holding anything back. The name of Jesus manifests heaven on earth. When Jesus speaks, you know, whether he spoke to a fig tree or he spoke to the storm, guess what? The, all of creation uh, responded to him. And, and one of the things I was even saying today was, what was I saying, Lord? It was such a good revelation when I was speaking to some things this morning. Uh, I said, uh, oh, I was saying, uh, you know, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. And so what I just did, it came right out of my spirit. I said, anything that has a voice, anything that has a voice, I command you to confess that Jesus is Lord. And you know what has a voice? Uh, the accuser has a voice. Doubt has a voice. Uh, I'll tell you what, our bills can have a voice. Things can speak to us. And I said, listen, you, you I just speak to you. You just confess that Jesus is Lord. You confess that anything that has a voice, any voice that isn't God is underneath, is underneath the name of Jesus and confesses that Jesus is Lord. And so we need to get, that's, I guess what I would say about that is that as you begin to speak to things that you are no longer going to tolerate in your life that are not in alignment with God's best, with heaven, that, that you are going to get that kind of revelation. Like that, after I said it, I was like, ooh, that's good, Holy Spirit. Wow, that's a good one, Jesus. Yeah. And I just began to sit with the revelation of that. You're going to also be getting revelation as you begin to resist the things that are not, not God's best. And you begin to stand for your, for your full inheritance in Christ. And you begin to stand on these precious and abundance and glory-filled promises that belong to us in Christ. These, this inheritance that belongs to us in Christ. As you begin to speak to things, guess what? You're going to get massive revelation of the victory of Jesus over the things that you've been tolerating. You're going to get, uh, your faith is going to rise up in the name of Jesus. You're going to get revelation about that name. You know, uh, Peter and, and John, when they were walking up to the, to the, you know, the temple in Acts and there was the, the lame man that was sitting there begging for alms. They said, silver and gold, I have none, but such as I give unto you, rise and walk in the name of Jesus Christ. And the guy just got up and started walking. And if you read that whole little sermon, it says faith in his name is what made that man well. And so what I'm saying is faith in Jesus, faith in the gospel, faith in what belongs to you in Christ, faith that heaven is a right now reality is going to be imparted to you as you enter into this word this month. And so you're going to not only re receive the manifestation of what you're speaking, but you're going to receive massive revelation of the gospel, massive revelation of the authority of Jesus, massive revelation of what it means to govern as a son of God and come into agreement with what belongs to us in Christ and resist the things that are not, not in alignment with who you are in Christ, with your perfection, with your, with your royalty, with your healedness, with your richness, with you as uh, as you are in, in in heaven right now, seated in heavenly places, in Christ, on the throne of God, at the right hand of God, ruling and reigning, receiving that free gift of righteousness, 
right? You're going to receive that free gift of righteousness. You're going to receive that abundance of grace. And you're going to reign in life as a king as you begin to not settle. So not settling looks like pursuing excellence. It looks like pursuing God's best. It means step, stepping out and stepping into righteousness and a, uh, a, a an assuredness, a confidence about what belongs to you in Christ. Not because you've earned it, not because you've worked hard for it, not because you deserve it, but because of your inheritance, that you are an heir, that you've been born again into royalty. You've been born into a family of excellence and glory. You've been, been married. You're married in, into, to the king of kings. The king above all kings is your spouse. And so you have some spousely privileges. You have access to all that God owns, which is everything through your union with him. And you are going to get massive revelation about these truths that I'm popping out here for you as you begin to step into the fullness of what belongs to you in Christ and to not settle for the rest of this year. You are going to come out um, victorious and uh, glorious as we wrap up this year and celebrate the birth of our king. When we celebrate the birth of our husband, we celebrate the birth of the one that overcame uh, the kingdom of darkness and and undid the, the the consequences of Adam's disobedience and and you are celebrating and manifesting that glory and that excellence of all that Jesus has won all that Jesus has done uh, in this Christmas season and I think that there's no better month for this to happen because everywhere you look whether you're you know you're you you're you know shopping whether you're out at the grocery store they're playing the music you know we've got we've got reminders everywhere we look every time we see a christmas tree every time we see a christmas light we have reminders everywhere of the glory and the excellence of god and how he gave us his very best and that we are not to settle so i'm going to wrap up reading again that scripture from romans in the mirror translation and I'm just going to encourage you with this, you guys. Do not settle for less than God's best. Here's what it says. It says, let me get down to it again. The gift of his son is the irrefutable evidence of God's heart towards you. He held nothing in reserve, but freely gave everything you you could ever wish to have. This is what your joint sonship is all about. Everything you lost in Adam, everything mankind lost in Adam is again restored to you in Christ. Sin left mankind with an enormous shortfall. Sin left you with an enormous shortfall. But grace is restoring you to excellence. You know what? I personalized that last time as I read it. And I encourage you to personalize this over yourself and speak it over yourself and remind yourself of who you are, what belongs to you and what you are stepping into with God. I promise. I mean, I, I say I promise, but I believe it's the promise of God. It's not just about me because I know I'm hearing God. I know I didn't make this up is that as you step into this this month and you say, okay, that's a word for me, Jesus. I'm going to do this. 
Well, the Holy Spirit is going to bring this, this word to pass in your life. I cannot, whoa, that's bold, Lord. But I'm just saying that in Jesus' name. You know, uh, I can't tell you the number of times that I, when I have spoken under the direction of the Holy Spirit, the manifestation has come. There are people that just told me, Shalise, hey, the things that you prophesied over me two years ago have all come to pass. Oh, this da 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 And I'm just declaring that this is a not just a right now word, uh, meaning it's a timely word. It's, it's, it's a word in due season, meaning it's a word word for December 5th on 2023, but I'm saying that it is a right now manifestation. I am saying that this is something that is going to manifest between now and the end of the year, that God is going to make good on what he spoke at the beginning of the year, that the best is not yet to come. It's now. And I'm declaring beloved that you're experiencing God's best. And the reason that you're experiencing God's best is because you're not settling. You're not settling. You're not tolerating. You are not passively putting up with things that are not God's best. So it is time to walk it out. It is time to use your voice. It is time to use the name of Jesus. It is time to recognize that you are healed, that you are abundant, that there are a lot of things that may be going on, maybe a few things that are going on in your life that are illegal, that are not in alignment with the victory that Jesus has has won for you. And it is time to to to, to go on the offense. And it's, you know, like I said, it, it may feel a little bit like labor, but we're laboring to enter into rest. You know, uh, the apostle Paul said, I labored more than you all. You know what? I may be laboring, going and doing, you know, the all these places that I'm getting to, you know, I'm working. I, I am busy. I am busy. But I'll tell you what, I am busy displaying the glory of God. I am busy displaying the excellence of God. I am busy believing God for the restoration of what Jesus has purchased in my life. And I encourage you guys to, to do the same. Don't be passive. Don't be passive. Don't be waiting on God when God has, you know, already moved <laughs> in the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the birth of Jesus and the incarnation. He has moved. Heaven has invaded earth. It's here now. We're not waiting on a move of God. We're waiting for, to, for, to, to, to yield to the move of the Holy Spirit in us. So get on it, you guys, and, and go into the, uh, place of receiving by advancing, receiving by resisting, receiving by speaking the name of Jesus. And I just declare that as you do this, I'm telling you, you will experience that the best is not yet to come. The best is not yet to come. It's right now, right now, right now. It's right now, right now, right now. And let's just make a decision that we are going to experience God's best. And if it is in your heart, if it's in your heart, if it's an, a wish and a desire for you, um, I, I just, again, I'm going to read this amplified part. It says, he has freely given us everything we could ever wish to have. You know, if he freely gave us Jesus, if he freely gave us his best, then he's holding nothing back. So don't let accusations that God is holding back something from you. Don't let any of that settle in. No, it's time to advance and it's time to stop settling. So beloved, I'll say it once again. Don't settle for less than God's best. I wish you a merry, merry Christmas, a happy holiday season, and I can't wait to hear everything that you receive and the how the glory and the excellence of God manifests in your life this holiday season. So I love you guys, and we will see you soon. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit Shalice.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. 
You can also find a link there to download Shalisa's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at Shalise.com and watch Shalise's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.